Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about how to choose your categories because this question came up today in one of my groups, and we were discussing how important it is to tailor your categories to, to fit your particular book. So when you are self-publishing, it is up to you how you categorize your book. Now, if you're going through a publishing company, they handle all of that. They pick the codes. They know what market that your book is going to fit into and how they're going to promote that book. is based on that target population, whatever the theme is in the book or um, whatever the, the genre or subject matter, specific subject matter. And they do all of that for you when they set up your book for sale. But if you're doing it yourself, and when if you're going to especially use Ingram Spark or Draft to Digital, you are going to um, have an opportunity to list multiple codes. Well, how do you find the codes? Well, at first I didn't know, and I was actually trying my best to do it like right there inside the platform. I found that that was not the best that you do not really need to do it that way. You need to do it when you are outside of the um, like platform and go ahead and know before you get in there, uh, get your session timed out, kind of pick on a rush because you don't wanna to have to go back in and fix your descriptions later. Um, you will also have an opportunity to choose keywords. So like, how would you want your book to be searched? Um, and so keywords are also helpful for people to find your books. So you can start to think and brainstorm some keywords that you would be able to use. Now, I will give you the suggestion up front to spend some time looking at other books in your market. But you don't have to do that. That's just, you know, something that I would recommend. Because honestly, I got that kind of advice when I was watching um self-publishing videos and people were saying you need to learn like what's out there you need to see um, how people are coding things so you can get the best rankings and how to get your rankings up and things like that I just didn't go that route I went to okay if I was gonna talk about my book number one what type of book is it is it fantasy um, is it paranormal romance you know, what is the book? And so I definitely pick those as my head categories. Once you get that main category chosen, then you need to look at your subcategories and then you can become very, very explicit in how you categorize your books. So for example, if I'm gonna do um, a retailing 
of a fairy tale, then I'm definitely going to put that on there. Or if I'm going to choose Christian action adventure, then that lets somebody know that not only is my book um, contemporary fantasy, but it's also Christian action adventure. Um, there are so many ways that you can categorize your books. I cannot even begin to tell you which route you should take other than you should do so in an authentic way that's actually going to match you up. So your book needs to actually match what your category is so you do not mislead anybody. Now, that's the problem with what I have heard about. Well, I haven't ever done it, but what I've heard other authors say is that people will get on and they will choose these obscure categories and they'll get under the 100 on Amazon and they'll say, well, I'm a best-selling author, but the categories are just so obscure, they don't even really match what their book is about and they're only doing it to try to get into the rankings. So, I will say that that in the long run, you know, that might be short-lived for you, but if you present your book in an authentic way and the way that it is in its category, then you're doing so in a way that uplifts your book, regardless of what the ranking is. Even if it's in the millions and gazillions, then that book is a science fiction, it is about coming of age, it is about siblings, survival, or, or you know, I'm, I'm just giving these as examples. Like, whatever it is, you know, that you have there, if you are pitching that to somebody when you're going out to a conference, a book signing, if you're going to um, a school or a women's group or a, a church group or, or wherever it is that you have been asked to speak, and the way that you would talk to somebody about your book, that is the way that you really should do your categories. That's just the way that it makes sense. That is authentic and that is upfront. Now, I am very specific in my categories because I think that's the way that we should be. Because if people are really looking for a certain type of book and they type that in, they could more likely go to one of your books. You never know. That could be a way that they could find you. Um, but it's the way that publishers are even not not just self-publishers but it's the way that booksellers they look at books as well they'll look at how are these things categorized so that way they'll also know how to categorize them in their stores so for example i'm going to use the raptures revolution because it is still number one this week it has been number one since sunday as a new release in colonial u.s history um it's so in children's fiction, there are different um, delineations that you can choose in subcategories. And because my book is about war and about military history and in a fictional way, um, I use that category because that's exactly what it's about. And it's about U.S. and colonial times. It's about our founding fathers. But it's just about the communities of Oakleaf and Christmas Mountain. It's about you know, the Oreo militia against the Redcoats, which are the red-tailed hawks and the different raptors of the sky. And so, uh-oh, that's not good. I almost got in a wreck. And there was a, a fatal uh, accident yesterday right on this road. Oh, let me breathe. So, the categories that I chose, 
yes, they are very specific to my book because it's about American Revolution. And it does have some hints of, people could say, well, there may be some hints of World War II in there as well. So when I looked at military, you know, history and war, you know, children's war, that's it. That's what the book is. So I'm not misleading a single person by, by picking something that is very specific. That, in my opinion, is what we need to be doing. Uh, so that way, when we talk about our books, then if they ever find our books and they go to, for example, if you pull up the Rapture Revolution, you're going to see that it's, you know, it's like today it was ranked in the 100s. It's not went under the 100s that I know of. That stuff changes every hour. And I am not getting on every hour and looking. Um, I can't look <laughs> during the school day. Um, but I will say that, you know, I got on there quick today. And I looked and it was still number one. And I was very excited about that. And that means that it is a number one new release, and maybe that can give me some traction, and people might be able to find it. And I'm celebrating that. As fleeting as it may be, and I understand that it could be fleeting, I've had a few days at a number one new release. And so, hooray for that. Um, but it's because I pick categories, not that I looked and researched the categories, but it's because I picked categories that were meant for my book. Like, that's what it is. Now, I do encourage you to, once you pick your categories, go in and look at your bestsellers in your category groups and read those. And I'm going to tell you why. Because another good reason to know what's in your categories is because you know where you kind of fit into the market. And let's say you're reading these books and you go, wait a second. My book isn't like the green ember at all. I should not have chosen this. I should have chosen one of these. And that gives you maybe a chance to go back in and readjust um, your categories if you need to change your descriptors. Super easy to do for KDP and draft to digital but you have to then wait for your book to be republished again, and it can take up 72 hours. And so there you go, you're, you're off the market when it comes to the old, to the new categories, you have to kind of wait a couple of days or longer for them to kick in. So um, just keep that in mind. That's why I tell you to do your due diligence prior to, and look at these categories. And I just went with the one that, that was just the right fit. And I didn't go out doing all of that heavy research prior to and reading all the books. I just said, hey, this is about it. This is it. Let's go. Pick, pick, pick. And I picked them off of that list. Now, where did I get the list from? It's very easy to Google it. You just Google complete B-I-S-A-C and you in book list or something like book category or, or whatever. It's B-I-S-A-C. You Google that and then you've got all of your categories sitting right pretty in front of you. And that will give you a chance to play around with your categories, pull down the drops, um, go to the plus sides, and pull them all down and be able to read through those categories. So that way, when you are choosing your categories, you know you have found really good matches for yours. Um, my books are so cut and dry I didn't have any doubts like when I was picking my categories. Maybe one holds more precedent than the other. 
but I felt really good about how I made my choices because they all did relate back to my book. And I would suggest that you do the same thing. It's just to tie them straight into your book. Now, you can hear other advice from self-published authors, and they do all of the market research, and they see how many books per category that you need to sell in order for you to make that, that top uh, ranking and all of that. But I cannot live my life in that kind of race. However, it does give you promotional, for, you know, it gives you the promotion, it gives you an ability to market better. So a lot of people do that. I just, that's just not the route I take. I'm just like, oh, okay. So I just wrote a horror book and it's got some paranormal in it. So got to put paranormal. I got to put horror. I got to put clean romance. So it does have a wholesome romance aspect to it. So I got to choose that. And so by the time I'm finished, I've got the Hartwell Chronicles. And when it comes out, People are going to know, okay, this is a paranormal romance. It's got some horror in it. And, oh, it's a Christian action adventure. Or it's this, you know, and I picked all my categories. So, I wish you guys all the best when you're looking over these things. So, that way you can make the wisest decisions. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your first decision always has to be your final one. Just know that you can go in and adapt your work and change your descriptions. Change your book summaries if you need to a little bit to entice the readers. Um, if you, you know, you're continuing to learn every day as you go. Don't feel like your first, you know, put up is the only one because you could be pulling that book off and like I'm going to have to do once I finish the Raptor Revolution and edit that thing again because you found mistakes and then you're going to put it back up again and that's just a part of it that's just a part of our process and if we don't really get it right the first time well guess what we can do it again like, I, I don't know how I did this one time. I'm going to give you this weird thing that I did. And I thought it was really weird when I saw it. And I'm like, did I really pick that? Like, why would I have picked decisions and problem solving for one of my devotionals? Like, I don't even understand what my thought process was when I was picking that. So, I actually saw it up there one day when I was looking at the rankings and how it was doing in the market. And I was like wait a minute that is the dumbest thing why did I pick that and that just that was dumb and I went right back looked at the list again and I'm like okay I need devotions I need Christian devotion what do I what did I do here this is about families I need families here this is about building relationships I need that here and so it was hilarious that I had put something like like really it was like decisions and problem solving I mean yes we do make decisions for our families every day and I don't know if maybe that's what kind of mindset I was at when I was writing these down all I know is that it was a little odd that I chose that so just wanted to give you the heads up that I had to go in and change the category because it was just a little weird um and so it happens. It happens to everybody. I know I kind of laughed about it. I was like, why did I do that? And then went and fixed it. And so, uh, okay, y'all. And so it doesn't say decision and problem solving anymore. <laughs> if it does and it didn't change, I didn't save it. But I meant to. I meant to. I really got on there. 
I think it says spiritual devotionals or something like Christian devotionals or something. But, um, all right, guys, I hope that you have a blessed day. I wish you luck on all of your writing adventures. And if you have any questions for me, like, how do I do that? Um, that was the question that I got asked today. Well, how do you pick categories? And so I let my friends know what process it was that I did to pick my categories um, and what website I used to go ahead and make it easier for me so that way when I wasn't on the site it didn't look all crammed in there because you can actually just copy the code paste it into the box and that is so much easier if you're working with Ingram Spark. Uh-oh. I'm yawning again. Oh my gosh it's been such a long day. Oh all right all right darlings i called y'all darlings because i've been at school all day and that's what i call people work <laughs> uh, i'm headed off headed by the bank and i will check you guys out later all right bye thanks for supporting my jen lowry writes podcast my purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon.